0: In today's episode, we talk to you about tips that made us better lifters. This is Chalk My Back. Intro song? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
1: i'll be the i'll be the drums <laughs> i
2: never heard abe <laughs> laugh that horn in a while
0: the the, the it was so wholesome the every i forgot this, the, 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 with no assistance from me and josh that was that was nice everyone's like wait. he's learning dude
1: he's making progress
0: did i get it right oh, I'm Proud. yeah no 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 No, this is our. This is our. uh... No, okay. I'm not gonna pull up the anime. (laughs) (laughs) Do it.
1: Oh yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Now that we've now now that we have uh, sufficiently just gotten as many people to stop listening as we can now we can get into it <laughs>
1: this is the beginning of so, the uh the i don't know the strength arc of all right <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah this is this is where we this is where we start um we have to have some backstory or one of us one yeah. of we have somebody one of us has to die in order for the remaining two to get stronger
1: yeah and then we're gonna overcome then, some some obstacle
0: I think I'll die. Josh, you become the main character, even stronger. And then Anas will go train with Orochimaru and uh, kill his brother or something. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. So, before we get into talking about today's topic, which will be tips that we have learned um, along the way in order to just become stronger or better lifters all around, it could be. something we learned ourselves, something we learned through experience or something that was taught to us. Um, I wanted to talk real quick about this whole like Arnold Schwarzenegger being canceled. And y'all know, do y'all know what's going on with this? Have y'all heard about this? No,
1: I haven't heard about it. I I haven't heard about it. (laughs) Nice. Well, I've
2: seen the video. I've seen the video, but I didn't watch it. I just skipped it. I,
0: I, I didn't hear, I didn't see it directly in my, in my like algorithm social media algorithm i feel like it only appears on certain people's algorithm and and i I think once i explain what the video is about you'll know what people are seeing this and what aren't and who aren't but essentially arnold was being interviewed um and asked about the vid you know the covid and, and and the vaccine and his opinion on people getting vaccinated and he made a comment Uh, to the extent of saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but to the extent of saying, uh, you should cast aside your freedoms and just get the vaccine. So people didn't take a liking to that. Uh, Redcon, which is like, I guess one of the biggest sponsors of like Arnold's, you know, fitness convention, the Mm -hmm. Arnold. They backed out. They were like, we like Arnold, but you know, we can't stand by him when he's saying that. We have to cast aside our freedoms, blah blah blah. And then Brian Shaw <laughs> recorded a video in his gym and said, "I trained with an American flag behind me," so I don't like what Arnold said, something like that. So, like <laughs> somebody sent yeah, you're, me the you're video.
2: Paraphrasing a lot, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure.
0: paraphrasing a lot. But you know, <laughs> essentially, people there's there's people who are like, I don't like what Arnold said, and there are people who are saying, I don't think it was that big of a deal. So. I don't know, man. Based off of that, what do y'all think, man? Let Arnold I mean, see. be
2: Arnold. Yeah, and you didn't really do a good job of explaining what happened, so I have no clue what he said. but <laughs> I just said it.
0: He said, "Forget your freedom. Get the he vaccine." Said forget? What do you say? No. Another
2: F word? He said. He said, "Forget." <laughs> we said.
0: <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Does it matter okay. what he said?
2: Yeah, it does matter. If so, if you said forget, we say like an F word, like, well, like it makes a big difference.
0: It's like okay, what if you said frick, frick your freedoms? What, what we, would we you can't... say? Well, yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I don't,
2: I don't know. I have to watch the whole video, honestly.
0: You know what? I'll send it to you in the group chat. You could watch it later. But <laughs> all right.
2: I'll I'll go. I'll be on um, Brian Shaw's side on that one. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Okay, Josh. What about you? Uh,
1: I don't know. Arnold can say whatever he wants, dude. He can. uh, Do you
2: agree? Do you agree? Do you not
1: agree? No. (laughs) No. Do you want to frick your freedoms? I like my freedom. (laughs) So, uh, no. You that's, don't agree. You my, don't yeah.
0: agree with an Arnold, or you that's,
1: disagree with that's, Arnold? That's my final answer. Oh, what he
0: said? Screw your freedom. Screw your freedom.
1: Oh, and not no. just to think about. Me. Well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Dominate After much deliberation,
0: and then that's that's Redcon saying like, oh, oh we don't want to. Oh and it's, it's their it's their decision. So he didn't say he didn't say forget. He said screw. Okay, word. so
2: what do you think about what do you think about that? Man, he can say whatever he yeah, wants. He can say whatever. I know he wants. can say whatever he wants. Everyone can say whatever they want, but mm-hmm. what do you think about yeah. it? Do you agree with them
0: or uh yeah, I do agree with him? I feel like at a certain point there are there's there there's just like things you do because it benefits society as a whole. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if screw your freedom was the best way to say it, but People who are using their individual freedom and liberties as an excuse to not get a vaccine seems kind of seems kind of whack to me, in my personal opinion. Since you asked for it, but um, I also think that if Redcon backed out as a sponsor, that's their that's their decision to do so. It kind of that that kind of seems lame to me because <laughs> it's Arnold, and he said some pre said. I think Arnold has done some much, much worse things that people have stood by him regardless of so that this being the camel or the straw that broke the camel's back is like, come on, dude. It's Arnold. He's known for just saying whatever he wants. It's Arnold.
2: I mean... you you, Do I think it's a
0: big deal? Yeah, like he... Oh, okay. I don't think it's a big deal. Joe Rogan says the stupidest stuff. Well, I don't know why I'm even bringing up Joe Rogan, but I just feel like the people who want to cancel Arnold probably love Joe Rogan, so... (laughs) Joe
1: Rogan's uncancelable.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's a crossover uh, market, but in terms in terms of fitness and and strength training, this has nothing to do with it. But in terms of fitness and strength training, Arnold is just a big. He's the biggest, yeah. you know, uh, icon. idol. Yeah, f- yeah, he's it's an icon. icon. Yeah. So well, not anymore. I'm just surprised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not going to do a damn thing. He's he's still Arnold. He has his legacy. That's not going to be washed away by a few people being. Offended by him saying "screw your freedom."
2: What if he ends up under a bridge? And we'll still. <laughs> people? So,
0: I don't Arnold. I don't know how old Arnold is. He's old. He's but old, he buddy. still is looks more more put together than Chris Duffin does. <laughs> 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 the meta. The meta here is that Anas is equating Chris Duffin to homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> and me? I, I'm the one who it, brought uh, it up. It's not Chris. If you're listening, it's Anas. It, no, 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 It wasn't him. <laughs> I agreed. No, I agreed. But Anas brought it up. Let's be honest. Come on. It came from from Anas's head. Um, I did agree. I also slightly. agree. Yes, but Anas, you know, you really brought that home. Anas, that was good. That was a good reference. Also, but, the home? tire. You're the, the one tire tracks.
2: Tire tracks. <laughs> <laughs> They're not tire tracks. That's a, that's a thing.
0: What
1: is it? I don't know what it's supposed to be to be on exactly. Be
2: yeah, it was a, is that a snake trick. or something? I
1: don't know. It's a snake. It's a, it's, it's a dragon, dude. It's not snake. <laughs> <It's a> dragon or something. Yeah. But he man. went into his <laughs> tattoo artist and was like, "Oh, I want a He's snake." Running <laughs> over dog. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. You got a picture? He pulls up a picture with Toyota. He was dying. <laughs>
0: no. Chris goes to his tattoo artist. He's like, "Hey, can I get a tattoo?" And then they're like, "Chris." This you're not a tattoo. This is this is this, you're not a tattoo artist. This is the mechanic shop and he's laying on the <laughs> he's laying on the hydraulic lift and there's a truck on top of him. Oh, that's how he came up with the
1: uh, you body went to a train company,
0: the body tempering, oh, you know? Oh, you the know yeah, oh, The geisha. Oh, the that, geisha. that's how he
2: came up with it. That okay, <laughs> no, so all Chris, makes
0: sense. Walked into a so mechanic so shop. No, all
1: makes sense.
0: You know, yeah, Chris Duffin, it, he came up with body tempering while thinking he was getting a tattoo but in actuality he was getting run over by a monster truck under a hydraulic press (laughs) yes yes and then he was like whoa that was crazy my body actually feels a little better maybe i should just like market this there you go you're welcome
2: that's in his book right
0: um yeah i think i think he he,
1: he wrote a book yeah he wrote a book he's, he's had a ah, book okay nice no'm
0: right. no, I'm I'm, there. I'm serious <laughs> he found a book oh well, no, you you he wrote a book. <laughs> what's it called Chris know.
2: Duffin's book
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so cool. back okay. to the the duffin thing who who was crazier to meet him or Mike T?
0: oh man uh i think chris because 100 percent chris yeah Mike because he was actually i had to give him a ride to his hotel but he was nice about it remember he was hiding he didn't want to ask us for a ride so he was kind of like just yeah. hiding in the bushes he was hiding did he hit you with like the, that simpsons a uh, meme where like
2: he just like disappear in the woods <laughs> 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 like in the bushes like he's like in like this back <laughs> And, like disappear.
0: <laughs> you know meeting chris he was when he came to metro it was like um he was still training so i don't know there's a bunch of stuff i don't know if it's true necessarily but he you know he was like he can't auto regulate his body temperature so he just trained until he like hurt himself he was doing he was doing front squats and he didn't he didn't have the mobility at the time i don't know if it was like a shoulder thing he was going through He couldn't like put his hands on the bar to do a front squat. What did he do? So he, so this is what he did. Uh, He had straps, like a pair of like lifting straps, um, that he would, that he he looped around the bar, (laughs) around where it would be for his shoulders, and he asked me to hold on to them. So I'm like. I'm holding on to these lifting straps while he's while he's front front squatting, and I felt like I was riding a Chris Duffin chariot straight through the gates of hell. And um, I remember Calvin. I think the listeners know Calvin at this point. Calvin spotted him, and this was when the whole velocity based training was first was first catching on, and people had like those little cylinder uh, machines that had a little strings stick it out of it that you put to the bar so you can see how fast you moved it in meters per second um because that mattered and then i bought bought that thing and it broke in one week yeah no hey i'm sure a lot of people did doug but then remember you remember calvin asked him is like hey is that like a velocirometer or something like something made up (laughs) And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is, a, you know." Then he he started having a conversation, and yeah, Calvin yeah. later on was like, "That's when I knew <laughs> that he didn't know what he was. Talking he just
1: about. went along with it." Hey, is that the yeah. uh, Velosa? Uh, Veloc- speed Raptor? Speed velociraptor. Reader? Oh yeah, yeah, that's totally <laughs> it.
2: Hold on. So can can we talk about him wait, wait, being wait. able wait, auto regulate It was like a few body years body ago, so maybe he,
0: maybe he knows now. Maybe he knows. Wait, what about his core body temperature?
2: <laughs> yeah, he said he can't. He can't regulate it. Ah.
0: <sighs> I mean, so hold
2: on, so he can't sweat.
0: I, I remember this, and I don't know if I'm misremembering it, but there was a whole thing about him not being able to, like, sweat or feel pain, like his nerve endings or something weren't working correctly. And so he would he would need to have, like, somebody monitor his internal body temperature to tell him, like, when to stop.
2: Someone to who, yeah, like who, a doctor. Who is like monitoring who? Like
0: that? What? No, maybe he monitored himself like externally, like an app. But again, I'm not, a, I'm not like a Chris Duffin expert. I just saw him one time in Dallas under the bridge. So,
1: what is he gonna do if his body temperature gets too high?
0: I don't oh, know if you so, watch My so Hero Academia, but like so, yeah. you know, Todoroki when he goes into when he goes into his like fire oh, stage, yeah, his ice and uh-huh. fire stage, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's Chris Duffin. Chris Duffin is uh, <laughs> oh. is is Todoroki's dad. What's his name? The fire, the fire hero. I don't watch that uh, show.
2: Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't watch that cartoon. It's
0: been a while. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take it back. Hey, take that back, man. Take no. that back. it's, it's no. Japanese. It's Japanese art. No. Anyways, anyways. Okay, why do you guys want to keep talking want, about Christophe and Arnold? I want to. It's like so interesting. It's <laughs> really interesting. So like, if you can not regulate your
2: body temperature, that you just like, are you like, you know, like how dogs can't? Like oh can't God!
0: You uh, compared him to a dog. No, no, no! no, no I'm just saying. You <laughs> compared Christophe to a
2: dog. Oh, first Arnold, not a dog.
0: We're gonna get canceled. This episode is brought to you by Kabuki Strength.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry,
0: you man. Tires from us.
1: Oh my god! <laughs>
0: Discount tire company. But no, like yeah. Kabuki strength in partnership <laughs> with Discount Tire. <laughs> Golly, dude.
2: I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to say it again. But so, what does someone do? Like if they can't sweat, <laughs>
0: you know. So dogs can't regulate their body temperature. So do you know how they by do? it? By
2: sweating? No, by sweating they can't. They no, can't no, sweat, they, like... they
0: can't sweat. So you know what they do? Yeah, what? So I don't know if you've if you've seen a dog like on a hot day when they're they stick their tongue out and they pant like. And that's how they regulate body temperature. Yeah.
2: It is. It is. Yeah, it is, that it. is true. Yeah.
0: So I mean, I don't know. I've never met Chris on a hot day, so I don't know. <laughs> But I am you know, I'm gonna leave that to your imagination, Anas. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm on one of those like daytime talk shows and you know how they have like an expert in like a specific field, like they got like the animal experts coming in, like, oh, I know all about crocodiles or I know you're all like, of Chris Duffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a Chris Duff Chris Duffin anthropologist or something like that. How, yeah,
2: how yeah. about how about your reader's book this week oh, and we right come now. back next week?
1: Give us right a, right a review next, and we we'll figure it out. Yeah. Give Honestly, us a Reader's Digest of his
0: book. This is this is this is okay. L- listen to this. You guys are going to be blown away by this. So, Chris Duffin, before he uh, was part of Kabuki, he had a, a YouTube channel, and I think he had a fitness f- uh, training facility called like Elite Fitness. Because I know he was he did a lot of writing for Elite FCS. Um, so I actually did. Used to read a lot of Chris Duffin's like articles, like his actual articles back when I first started training, when I first started getting into powerlifting, and not gonna lie. He did give a lot of good, useful uh, tips regarding um, training that I, I hadn't I hadn't seen before. That was, some, that was some of the earliest content that I remember actually applying to my training program. So that kind of ties into what we're supposed to be talking about I, today.
2: I I knew you were trying to be smooth about it. Wow. You're trying to transition into
0: today's no, topic. I promise, though. I, but I no, promise was, you, though. That was
2: smooth. That was good. That was good. Oh, yeah, I, yeah.
0: I promise you, though, in terms of the content, because I know I always talk about, like, the the T Nation articles, but, like, T Nation and Lead FTS were kind of, like, this one and the same to me. So, like, when I remember reading Chris Duffin's articles, like, Chris Duffin, um who's the, the has the bicep clint clint, clint darden Martin. yeah yeah him um i remember when it came to learning about not just powerlifting but just how to lift weights in general chris duffin had really good uh like his his writing and videos to supplement and his explanation of bracing to me Made so much more sense. And I know that's like his big thing now with like Kabuki and everything. But like when he's when he started getting into it, he had like videos and they'd be like short clips. They wouldn't have like any fluff or like an intro or anything. It'd just be like raw like footage of him just like going over these cues. And um, he when he talked about the brace being not just like the front of your abs, but also like your side obliques. And then your back erectors in terms of what you should be thinking of pressurizing it. And he compared it to like a cylinder, like a, uh, like a piston and an engine and how the piston goes up and down. And when it goes down, it's pressurized kind of like a spring. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. that's still something that I think of like equating my, my core when bracing to like a piston uh, or a spring when it's being compressed.
2: What about y'all? No, I mean, y- you're right, because, like, his content versus... I don't know if he, keep up, have he, have he kept up with Elite FTS,
0: like, what they put oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot yeah, of it now he... is, like, Fleshlight stuff, right? Yeah, it's it's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's... it's a, yeah, Fleshlight, yeah. As they
1: have I, I a
2: yeah, user discount code.
1: Yeah, a user discount code. Elite FTS Fleshlight? It's yeah. uncomfortable. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Evan Cardone's, not, you know... Mm.
2: No, I th- <laughs> yeah, I was I was watching this one video by uh, by uh, Dave Tate, yeah, and like he was teaching someone how to um, how to squat and how to brace, and like his explanation of bracing was was probably like, the opposite of what Chris Duffin would teach, like you know like how Chris Duffin is teaching you how to stack like your ribs over your pelvis, yeah, where Dave Tate was like, no no no, push your hips back, arch your back. <laughs> absolutely i was like i don't know man this doesn't look right your hamstrings yeah Yeah. and and like you you i was looking at the comments and everyone's like this is is this free (laughs) putting this this gold for free i was like i don't i
1: don't
0: don't know if it would be gold about all this yeah but, like, what I thought you were going to say, what you actually learned from Elite FTS. <laughs> you, okay. So, you learned, okay. you learned, you learned what nothing. not to do. You I learned, learned what not to yeah,
2: do. Don't do that. Yeah. just opposite. Just look at what
0: they do and just do the opposite. <laughs> I remember watching. <laughs> I was, that was a cough. <laughs> I was trying not to cough. Sorry. I remember watching Dave Tate's So You Think You Can Bench series. Uh, when I. Like, that was that was the first introductory into like bench pressing that i had ever had was that video cuz i didn't really start working out until college but Let me that video went over everything dude it was, it was good it was good for the day was for it? the time was that it I, I have i haven't listened to, i haven't watched it in a long time so i'm sure that like a lot of elite, elite FTS's stuff is related to like geared lifting like people who are not only on gear but who are like equipped oh i said it again <laughs> equipped yeah. so like you know we, we know now maybe I know I didn't maybe y'all did but I didn't know at the time the differences in how people who are in equipment train versus people who are not in equipment so I was trying to like incorporate some of that some of the methodologies but more than anything I feel like the, the intensity was there so that was, that was helpful in and of itself um so like aside from chris, chris duffin's cues on keeping your like you, like you said announced your ri- your rib cage and your and your body stacked and pressurized when when uh bracing your midsection a lot of elite FTS's tips on your training intent were helpful for me as well help keep me motivated and disciplined
2: Intent as far as intention, yeah, I I can see that. But as far as like execution and like helping people perform like more efficiently, move better, it's like that's probably not the place to go.
0: God, man, we're not gonna get any sponsors with that attitude. Golly, (laughs) we're gonna start have to sell out eventually. Announce, okay? (laughs) I'm
2: not not gonna sell out to Elite FDS. I'm
1: sorry. Another one. We'll pick. uh, I don't know who else is out there. Uh, Titan.
0: Titan's pretty cool. Titan? Yeah. yeah, Titan has good customer service. Oh, Titan's the greatest. What what about you, Josh? Come on. Oh, some lay it on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a, give us some of your tips and tricks. Uh I mean, I was taught kinda of like the old school way. So
1: like some of the stuff you learn, like you know, pushing your hips back and keeping on your heels. That was kinda of like my intro into mm-hmm. lifting. Ripito, Yeah. <laughs> the Ripito way. And uh Later on, I learned that that wasn't the right way. Uh, Anas taught me how to keep pressure through my midfoot, my entire <laughs> foot, kept, taught me how to keep things stacked and in line. That really That, really that
2: was a thing back then, right? Just like keeping all your weight on your heels, can like mm-hmm. sit on your heels? Yeah,
1: like my first three coaches, that was like, that was it. They were like, oh, those shoes push that you're wearing, the they have a heel so you can push all the weight into them. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. involved with it if,
2: if he if it sounds good it made sense back then yeah,
1: it, yeah.
0: like it sounded like it could possibly like if you think yeah. about uh they they i think the the way that they compared it was to like a sumo wrestler because they're like man sumo wrestlers are pretty stacked they they look like they have wide stance when they're in their in their uh in the ring we could probably incorporate that to to thing ain't nobody gonna question it yeah <laughs> but it made know. sense
1: yeah, theoretically, but didn't really translate too well.
0: I don't know. I, I feel like I made some good gains with the rip a toe uh, training method. You know, I felt like it was hard to hit depth because when you hit when you shoot your hips back, it's like the bar is behind your heels, and <laughs> you're pretty much sitting in a chair. I, I did y'all ever do that? Did y'all ever? Uh, I know box squats are a thing, but I did do the whole sit in a chair. Um, to test your depth on squat when i was training at at uta a lot of weird stuff man it was fun it was fun though sit
2: in a chair like like you have a chair behind you and you just like squat on the chair like what mm-hmm. do you mean
0: yeah oh. like you set like you squat you sit down in the chair you put your back like up so you, again like back to the backrest you
1: wouldn't
2: look so you you sit down or you sit back you just, yes. like, push your hips back all, all
0: no, the way back. You, no, you sit down in the chair. I don't know how else with, to say well, that, Josh. Can well, you please a, explain it to me? Well, on there's, a difference
2: between, there's a difference between pushing your hips back and pushing your hips you down. What were you saying to us?
1: <laughs> I was just trying to listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that video is yeah. really yeah. interesting. Were you trying to sit back into the chair? or? Down onto the chair. Because Ripito was was teaching you to sit back.
0: Yeah, I was sitting back and then once I got to the chair, I also put my back back as well. It wasn't a good tip. I don't know why you're trying to dissect it. It was terrible. It was bad. It was very bad.
2: does it sound like a good one. I'm it's just what I did though, vid- yeah. I'm just trying I've... to get a
0: visual of what you did. Imagine me sitting in a chair with a bar on my back and then getting back up and then doing it again a couple of times. Stop. That's what I did. Okay.
1: So how did you okay. learn that that wasn't like a good tip for you and that you're like... Whenever,
2: whenever you showed up to comp and there was no chairs on the platform.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are the chairs? Where's, hey. Where's the chair? Gonna How am I gonna know? <laughs> you know <laughs> I, you know it? when i did my first meet at metro and you know that was i don't people still do this and there's nothing wrong with it but like it, 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 i was doing that thing where i was having somebody yell when i hit depth so i wouldn't go any deeper than depth oh, see i was like squatting up. so slow yeah
2: up! you hit it you got oh, it that's got it. it and you Dex. still like a you like a foot high still
0: <laughs> i haven't even unracked it <laughs> Up. <laughs> like, yeah. What damn? I'm am what? I'm deadlifting. That's, <laughs> I'm weighing in. No, weighing that's
1: in that's, that's a good tip. I mean, like you know, for anyone that struggles to hitting depth, you know getting an up call may just keep work.
2: going down until you get an up. Yeah, call. just keep going. I actually did that because like um at the Europa, like I think I had someone like someone was having trouble hitting depth. Like they didn't know like if they were hitting depth or not. I was like, well, like you just keep it going down. Like once I give you the call to go <laughs> up, <you> go up.
0: <laughs> it's just like, I, I just squat lower. I don't know, man. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Just keep, just don't, stop. What don't do you, stop. People who anticipate the depth is that that's a whole, that's a whole different level of micromanaging that I just cannot be a part of. Like they're trying to control every part of the lift.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just then what, what did you do to fix your, your chair squat? thing.
0: Man, I just got I just got better, man. I'm sorry. Like I just I've been lifting for like almost nine years now, I think or something like that.
1: So did you fix it on your own or did someone fix it for you?
0: I I feel like I just barely learned how to squat. So (laughs) no I you know you know what I'm gonna say. Anas helped me, of course. Anas is the man. He Yeah, more yeah. of like the the squatty the squatty squat, and not the sit back squat. Because I still have videos of me doing like the sit back squat when I first got to Metro. Yeah, I but this stuff said,
2: is more recent. But this stuff is like the squatty squats, like they're not like we didn't really like no one said squatty squat like back in like 2016. No, or no you remember? No, no
0: one no. said drop. Yeah. yeah, no one said drop your hips. Like everyone said, push your hips back. Yeah, yeah,
2: but like that was like more. I mean. I don't remember like us cueing each other's like, "Hey, push your hips back." Like, I don't. We just trained. I don't think we.
0: And I remember. I remember being intentional about it because the, everything that I would hear was that if you sit back, you load your hips and you load your hamstrings and your posterior chain, and it's like you get the rubber band effect. And that if you just sit down, and I remember hearing about like if you just <laughs> go straight down like a high bar, then you're only going to get quad engagement, and your your glutes are not going to be engaged. But which is like now like you said doesn't make any sense based off of what we're hearing and what we're you know applying to our training right now but i mean back in the day it was like you were afraid that if you didn't shoot your i was afraid if i didn't shoot my hips back then i wasn't gonna engage like half of my legs (laughs) you weren't gonna use any of your quads yeah Yeah, you 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 weren't gonna
2: use your quads because you are my glutes yeah Yeah. where am i oh yeah no yeah i'm not using
0: any quads no quads whatsoever (laughs) I didn't get quads until
1: 2019. (laughs) Well, uh, so, I mean, the meta changed a little bit as, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we learned more. And we learned that um, keeping everything in line and that using a blend of both your quads and your hamstrings and your posterior chain actually benefits you more in your squat. Yeah.
0: And, I mean when it came to actually like helpful tips, um, something that I think I got, maybe got this from like Mike Isratel from uh, Juggernaut or I guess RPS. Uh, I don't know if there's a difference, but when lifting, he was mentioning like actually thinking about activating your muscles, like kind of like a bodybuilder does when they're, um, when they're training for hypertrophy. But when I actually thought about, mentally engaging the muscle that I was like if I'm squatting and actually thinking about activating my my quads or my hamstrings and my glutes, kinda like flexing them, but at different levels of intensity throughout the lift. Kind of like starting out with just stability and like maybe that's 20% of my engagement. And then, you know, active do it throughout the lift mm-hmm. using near hundred percent to get out of the hole of the squat. But that also helped me just in general have a better feel throughout the movement because when you first start out everything kind of feels foreign like you don't have that mind muscle connection so actively thinking about flexing and contracting the muscles as i was lifting not only with squats but like with bench and deadlift and in any of my accessories obviously as well that was that was really helpful
1: is he the one that came up with that term the mind muscle connection
0: I don't know if he came up with it. I don't know where a lot of this stuff yeah. that we use I like, remember, came from. I remember that term being passed around,
1: but I don't remember if it was him that coined it. It seems like such a like.
0: That's, like I, I would, I would have to assume that that was something that existed far before, like Israel's time. I feel like Arnold was kind of talking about some of that stuff back in the day.
1: Arnold had a different term for it though yeah he didn't call it the mind-muscle
0: connection <laughs> yeah. he, he called it what did he call it Anas? Josh what, uh, he, what did he call it the pumping of milk I don't know <laughs> that was, uh, oh, horrible no Arnold, Arnold uh, was, was like Yugoslavia yeah
2: he was more sexual than anything yeah
0: sexual <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I yeah. I'm not I'm not I don't understand whatever you do yeah you do understand, yeah, you do understand. <laughs> <laughs> i don't get it, no, it. You, want, no. you don't have
2: to get canceled too you want this podcast to get canceled
0: <laughs> hey man screw your milk okay screw your, <laughs> your milk <God.
1: laughs> hey man
0: you can you can go frick yourself man get okay. fricked
1: <laughs> Not so, That's that's uh, good because that, that kind of leads into like um so when i learned uh, this again kind of applies to squat so when i first started squatting i would just Dive bomb my squats, which is horrible to do. But oh, I remember yeah. that.
0: Speed, though, right? Yeah, speed,
1: because I just thought, oh, I'll do it fast and get the lift over with. It, so um, I think one of my first coaches taught me how to keep tension in my feet that would help me like activate. My hip, oh, yeah, yeah, AMS.
2: That's a, he's ahead of his time. He was ahead yeah, of his no, time, yeah. I
1: remember, I remember some of this though, but it wasn't um, like a cute. Do I don't, I, I don't know. He just it was like, tension, he's like, tension your feet like you're screwing your feet into the ground, something like that. Yeah, and, well, never mind.
2: He wasn't that ahead of his time. If he's trying to tell you, screw you yeah, <laughs> 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 I was giving him too much credit, <laughs> yeah. I think the heavy feet, the heavy feet cue. Like if someone used it back in the day, like that was a really good cue. No, uh, yeah.
0: you know who I watched a lot. Let me know if y'all if you, did y'all ever uh watch or listen to or read any of the Supple Leopard stuff uh, by Kelly Starrett.
1: Ooh, yeah, I still have that book yeah. on my laptop. That, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember he he always talked about creating. Um, What's the word torque? Yeah, so he would talk, and I'm put, I'm putting my hands out like y'all can see them, but you can't. But like, he would can always talk about like your hands, yeah. exactly, yeah, anchoring yeah. your feet and then like using your knees to twist outward and create that torque. And I remember, I remember not
2: what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> please, no <you laughs> one do that.
0: I remember I being so. Podcast, like, like about
2: we that. We, should, we should just like. Have a disclaimer is like everything we said so far, don't do yeah,
0: don't, like don't do any of this stuff we already we mentioned. I did opposite. that on deadlifts. Yeah. yeah. I did that on deadlifts. I was thinking about torquing my legs more than I was thinking about anything else, pushing or anything. It was just like I was thinking just, if I torque my legs as much, then the weights just gonna fly. You just hear <laughs> <My> exploded. Exploded. <laughs> your <laughs> your your from across the gym. Mean- somebody somebody making popcorn? <laughs> <laughs>
1: did you did you use anything else from his um work
0: oh yeah oh when you know hey you know what his mobility stuff well mobility you know but also his i would i would call it prehab and some of just his general like warm-ups and, and stretches and like his band work I, I don't know if he was one that came up with the the term distraction in terms of like referencing it with bands but 100% oh, yeah oh, oh man I would when I bought the I bought a whole bunch of bands off Elite FTS you were and a hell I was like I was distracted as oh, no.
2: he couldn't pay attention <laughs> at all
0: <laughs> I was distracted <laughs> dog oh man I was so distracted like he so for those who don't know when he referred to distraction he would refer to it in the sense of like if you had shoulder pain Then you would wrap the band around your shoulder and anchor the band to like a, you know, a a a squat rack or something. something, Yeah, Yeah, something that you can't. And then you'd step out and then you'd create tension with the band so that it's applying pressure to whatever area was tight. If your shoulder or your hips or whatever. And there was that stretch and he that was what he would refer to as distraction. And he'd be like, and but, you know, a lot of that stuff. It it, it kind of works for me, anyways. It, it makes it, sense. it works
2: temporarily. Like it works for like a good like half an hour, but you wake up the next day and like it's oh, it, it doesn't do anything. Yeah.
0: I definitely don't. I don't foam roll anymore. I don't do any of like the 45-minute stretches and warm ups that he did. But every now and again, like if I am feeling um, like for a warm up, you know, like if I need to whatever Get uh, do something different. If I need to, be, if I'm paying too much attention, I need to be distracted. I, I may refer to some of his older stuff. You know what I mean.
2: So I remember this meme, like with this post that someone posted about, like how everyone, like you know, like if you look, if you look, if you go on Instagram, like everyone is um, is trying to market something. Like you have people marketing yoga, people like marketing PRI, FR, FR, FRC. And like they had like I sent, I sent this uh, meme in the
0: group chat. If you want to look at, it. But, look uh, at he, it. Hold on, let me make sure that the that video of Redcon doesn't start playing again. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Redcon. <laughs> I just realized he had a, a shirt that said seventeen seventy six. I don't I don't get the reference. But yeah, in this, uh, in let this me read post, this for the uh, for the people. Yeah,
2: he, ha- he has the Kelly Staret one. It's in the middle.
0: Okay, so what I'm what I'm looking at right now is a meme that says if you have ever felt the fitness industry is confusing and contradictory, you're not wrong. So some of the examples are yoga, stretch your hamstrings, breathe and relax into the stretch. Functional patterns, there are no hamstrings, there is only rigid fluidity. <laughs> Kelly Sturette. smash your hamstrings into oblivion with this supernova. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know that's what you used to
1: do. Yes, dude. <laughs> so
2: we, but all we used to do back in the day is just fucking like ha, like find like something or something and just roll like on a it. La, a lacrosse ball
1: and just, and just and sit like, on you it. You would
2: like just six smash six, your six, body six, into that.
0: It's yeah, like, yeah this is how hamptons you work it. Hamstrings
2: are tight. You. Just
1: roll
0: just Roll like keep rolling. Like, it. like pizza dough. Yeah, <laughs> dough. but it works, doesn't it not Work though. I feel like it works. It's a temporary still fix. Look- yeah, well, if if you do it every day, is it so temporary? Yeah. <laughs> it's a temporary everyday fix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. no, like, it, it goes away. Yeah, that's. Cr- I always wondered. It comes and goes away for a week. Where that? Where that? Where did that concept of smashing your muscles come from? They called it like what? It myofascial. Release. I was going to say,
1: Duffin came up with it. Yeah, body, body tempering. Under body, high, no, no, that wasn't. That was Donnie no. Thompson. Oh, okay, never mind.
2: Yeah, but Duffin's stuff was after Kelly. Kelly it was, he was the first one to smash all his body, his body parts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
0: like I feel like Kelly, and and Duffin definitely had like they coincided in the same era. But like Donnie Thompson had his own line of cement filled steel <laughs> because you know you know uh what do you call it uh, uh uh the kabuki has the geisha but that the geisha is just literally just a, uh, a rebranding of donnie thompson's he had donnie thompson's called his the ex-wife yeah. yeah yeah which is just like i said it's a steel tube full of cement like literally
1: Yeah, remember when we would use that thing every training session
0: at Metro? I don't know why people trusted me so much. Like, hey, Abe, can you roll me out with that extremely dangerous piece of just construction equipment? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Let me just roll this on your back.
1: so many times and I almost destroyed my toes just (laughs) dropping (laughs) that thing. You know what? You know what? The funny thing is, now, like,
2: people do similar stuff, um, but, like, they have, like, a different name for it. Yeah. Like, for someone, like like, who would... Like if you're for that geisha, like maybe like so like someone would tell you like, oh, you have compression on your back. I'm just going to release that (laughs) compression. or I don't know. Like I'm going to apply some anterior compression so your (laughs) posterior compression goes away.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So your body right now, it has a lot of negative energy. So I'm going to use this magnet that has a lot of positive energy. And I'm gonna hey, just shoot hey, all that negative energy. Out maybe of you. that's like
2: in 2025. That would be the the new meta. Be term, yeah, yeah. Gonna, oh, I should
0: probably keep that to myself for now. Then, yeah. Hey, Put Josh, you what's your favorite?
2: Josh, what's your favorite one from that from that meme? Well, it's not a meme. It's that,
1: from that. Oh post. man, it's life. That's oh, just a timeline. Let me see. Uh, I mean the last one. Well, the one's squat university the
2: one is pretty good. The squat university.
1: Is pretty yeah, good. the squat university hamstring
2: <laughs> issue is an, is an ankle dorsiflexion issue. Oh
1: man, oh, man. you, you that's know what? Good. Like. The functional pattern one's pretty good because, ironically, I know people at school <laughs> that are like that. It's like, oh,
2: they are, you are hamstrings. <laughs> 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 you have those.
0: Like, everything uh, in your no, body—it's ra- it's rarely boring. ever your hamstrings. I'm like,
1: what? Are you sure? Like, you learned this in <laughs> class. Like, you do have hamstrings.
0: <laughs> that one's pretty. Let me good. ask both of y'all the question. What do you think mm-hmm. about the concept? I feel like I would always hear the um, a lot about ankle dorsiflexion. Since Anas mentioned it, and that's quite a university meme. Like I would always hear that ankle dorsiflexion is the reason that you're not hitting depth, and that uh, heeled shoes assist in that you don't have to rely on your own mobility in your ankles. Like, is that a, is that a thing in in like the in the the meta that y'all are a part of,
2: back then ankle or, or, or right
0: or right now, is that true? I guess what I'm back, saying is like, is that a is that a, I mean it's like right now? Is that a, what we know right, now? Like, is ankle dorsiflexion that now, important? N- no,
2: I think it's just like a one part of the equation. Like you have, like your squat. Like whenever you squat, you're not only moving your ankles. Like you're, it's a whole body. Like you're. All, like your hips have to move your knees have to move so like why are you like hyper focused on your ankles <laughs> it's, it's my body everyone, starts man starts everyone,
0: <laughs> everyone's like your ankles <laughs> now, thing,
2: honestly honestly with the with the dorsiflexion thing like everyone says like it's a dorsiflexion issue when most of the time it's just like people like mismanaging their center of gravity like <laughs> either sitting too far back on their heels or yeah falling too far forward on their toes like it's most of the time it's not that complicated. Yeah, I was
1: I was gonna say that that's it's it's one part of the equation, but um, as long as you can maintain your balance throughout the lift with whatever shoe, like if, if it's a heeled shoe, cool. If it's not a heeled shoe, like it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know? As long as you can maintain your center of gravity and you know, hit depth. Obviously, you're not going to get the lift if you don't hit depth. So the thing you with know, the heel chew is like it, yes. it helps you to hit depth. So yeah,
2: you'll be surprised like how little dorsiflexion you need to hit depth. Yeah. Like you, you need more of like hip flexion and knee flexion to hit depth and like because you need like a certain amount of you need a certain amount of flexion to hit depth in a squat. It's like why why does it have to all come from your from your ankles like, like your hips like don't have, don't work?
1: or your Oh, Abe, you know. have a question? Yes. Go, oh, Damn, Abe, you weren't supposed Abe, to acknowledge Abe,
0: it. And, yeah, yeah. No, I saw it. Go ahead. Dang no. it, Was it. that the first time you used it? Was that the first time you dang
1: used it? it? Dang it.
0: um So something that I got from Chad Smith was... Wesley Smith. Chad My Wesley goodness Smith, goodness. excuse me. Something I got from one. Chad. Something I got from C- CWS was that you don't need to spend you know half of your workout warming up every single day if you have a consistent training regimen you're going to have a generally mobile body for what you're doing so that because i remember this was around the time where again i was spending i was spending like 30 minutes doing like before i even touched the barbell i would just do some mobility work you're trying to become and a, it was like a every, leopard. <laughs> I was trying to be a tender tiger. Smash your body with a supernova. <laughs> I was trying to become one with Earth, and I was trying to just dig, dig myself into the ground. But so that was something that I still hold true to this day. Like I will warm up with a few sets of whatever the movement that I'm going to be doing is. Obviously, like working, like working up to the working sets, and I'll spend a little bit more time being, uh, you know, extra diligent of my warm ups. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna find like a band. And I'm not going to do like voodoo floss and I'm not going to do a a lacrosse ball. So that is a a tip that I still employ today, which is not spending so much time warming up every day, especially if you are training consistently because your body will generally maintain that level of mobility that you'll need. Again, assuming you're not like a gymnast or something.
2: Yeah, I think back then like because like we don't know anything like we were like okay well let's try to do everything and maybe one of these things will work but like you don't really know what helped like what actually gave you like warmed you up for your squat better so you're just gonna do everything you know and like one of those things is probably like one of the thing one of them is only help like one of one of those things is helping and the rest like is just waste of time yeah you're like well I don't know which one is working so I'm gonna do everything I know
0: <laughs> oh um and, 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 one, and one will hit uh-huh. Mike Mike T talked about that a lot too when it comes to training, and that's something I, I I still think about. When he said that if you are trying to see what is working in your training, and you change too many things at once, it's hard to it's hard to identify what was the reason for the positive or the negative reaction. So that you only want to change one variable at a time, and that yeah. that's that's such a concept that has crazy amounts of relevance to not just training but just th- root cause analysis in general but isn't
2: that, isn't that how people do research just like yeah, test one right. variable at a lot of time like it's just yeah. like basic yeah. like the scientific method isn't that what's the scientific method again
0: uh have a hypothesis you test it you yeah. draw a conclusion and then you retest and you, you see if your hypothesis was true or not and then you retest but yeah like it's stuff that sounds basic but if you're not if you're not in that scene, like like some people are, more than others, and you don't have a direct correlation to that world, that line of thinking may not come as naturally to some people. And I think that's where experience comes into play, because I don't think any of us are necessarily, like, genetically gifted in any specific way to where we just are able to become, like, super freaks, like, mad juicy, you know, trend baloney sandwiches, but... <laughs> I think I think where we get a lot of our I think where where our relevancy comes into play is our experience in the fact that we have trial and error that we have you know done to ourselves and we've figured out yeah some of what works and what doesn't yeah
2: and probably like in in five years like we'll probably look back at this time and it was like damn we didn't know anything back then either <laughs> <Like> in twenty twenty one we didn't know anything either
0: yeah man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, when, you know, when research comes around shows and proves otherwise and like you said it's it's pretty much just your own trial and error experiment and whatever works you blame it on this thing or you blame it on this thing and then it becomes highly specific to you but may or may not help someone else. So, yeah.
0: if I if I could wrap up by saying that to echo what Anas said about feeling like we didn't know anything when we first started and then oh. having that potential. Oh, what? Was I wrong? Did no, you feel like no. you knew something? Back then, I think we thought like that we knew what we were doing. Back then, right? But when we yeah, compared we knew- what we know now to what yeah, we knew now, then. Now,
2: now, now, when we look back at it, it's like, oh, yeah, we don't know anything. Yeah, we don't know anything, but, yeah. But back, like. In the, in the, like in that time, like whenever we were trying to oh, yeah, drive we and not. do
0: five by fives, we were like, on it. We're, oh yeah, yeah we, were, we, were we probably, knew what was like, going on. Yeah, we knew exactly what, what we were doing. Yeah, <laughs> but I but I think what what I was trying to kind of sum up is the ability to identify that you don't know everything and being open to new uh, techniques, research, knowledge, trains of thoughts, whatever it is. I think that that's going to be what would yield uh the greatest amount of of growth, growth. in a lifter yes. exactly it's it's, it's, it's o- opening your mind so that when we look back five years where we are now compared to where we're gonna be you're right announced we may think that well man we didn't know what we were doing in 2021 now yeah. we're doing magnet rooms and we don't have any now we don't even use barbells anymore we just use them. <laughs> <laughs> <Space Mercy. laughs> josh so. do
2: you keep up with like the rehab like trends that are going on like with like uh load man like everyone's like talking about like oh the only thing that works is load management some people will say it's, like oh the breathing drills pri stuff only like th- th- this is the stuff that works like do you keep up with that and like what like what's going on on social media
1: a little bit yeah mm-hmm. so i know that the trend right now it's kind of following powerlifting a little bit where you don't want to change too much and you want to focus on like um you know the main things that kind of pertain to your injury and then kind of like do more specificity as it comes to what you're doing later on but uh i think the meta in rehab world right now is a lot of breathing stuff cuz like Cause have y'all seen yeah, that that I've... breath belt that came out like
2: oh I mean oh, I don't, I, yeah I don't even don't, we're not even gonna talk about yeah. that like, can we talk more, about that oh okay next episode oh what my, is
0: a yeah. next episode oh God. but yeah like, now, I, you
2: know what you can, know what, can, what we, like can we
0: stop that? recording this one and <laughs> stop on, recording on. this one and just immediately start recording the next one <laughs> about
2: the breath belt <laughs> yeah. no the what funny is... thing about the breath belt is the way they market it like i just the name. Like, they just yeah like they use like they're trying to use fancy like uh i don't know like they're just they're just trying to sell you something that doesn't doesn't work. I don't. It's it's kind of weird how they marketed it.
0: Josh, can you can you link a link in the out, chat? Like,
2: can you find the that one out? post? Uh, like, where? Yeah, give me a sec. Who was it? Was it? Um, what's what's that guy's name? He's a USPA lifter. He has, actually he's with Kabuki. Too. He was with Kabuki. Joe Joe Sullivan. Joe, what's his yeah, name? Oh, the one that
0: bent the bar when he was quoting yeah, yeah, that one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So he was he was talking about it and like he was trying to sell it. And like in his caption, like if, he, if we can find that.
1: Like the that actual caption, product like, on it. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Right, give me a sec. But yeah, like be, be, like once as as you're trying to find it, like, you know, like how we were talking about like Josh is talking about, like the, um, the meta and like the rehab is like the breathing drills now. And you have people okay. just talking about like, oh, the only thing that works is just like load management. And some people tell you, no, the only word, the only thing that works is that and, like, and they're everyone just like, uh, like th- this sounds like it's, it's, it feels like they're they're all fighting against each, against each
0: other. So whereas, I found, like I, I you found a page for it, and you're saying there was a caption that he said about it.
2: No, like the way they're trying to market it. Like okay, the I'm, breath I, got, bo- I, what, I what want the it, official what Instagram. What
0: does it do? Diaphragm conditioner. Turn on abs. QL soas tool for hip hinge and back pain. Uh, And this is apparently, so it looks like it's just a normal belt. Tutorial, Joe Sullivan. Great instructional video from Joe Sullivan, world record holding powerlifter, and has been an integral part of getting to the BB, getting the BB to athletes, getting the BB? Oh, breath (laughs) (laughs) belt To (laughs) athletes at all levels of the powerlifting community Uh, and beyond. So he uses the emoji, uh, the arm flexing. And then the little cloud, the cloud looks like a fart to me. So it looks like the arms <laughs> farting. Active nice. versus passive. Yeah, so this is a whole, this is a whole, uh, this is a real thing. Okay, we can't talk about it right now because that's going to be a whole other thing. But um, what was the point of you bringing this up in us? Is this witchcraft? Is this snake oil? <laughs> yeah, so like the whole. <laughs> oh, so um, so it's the, good. Everyone's been waiting. Oh, who was waiting? Oh, every, everyone. Who's waiting? Yeah, honestly, he's got two thousand likes was, on this video. Who was
2: standing <laughs> outside waiting for for that? You know out. what's
0: funny? The distribution of of uh, uh, okay. So I feel like I feel like people were drawn to that for some reason because the engagement on all of his other posts. So I'm looking at the other posts, and there's like seventy likes, a hundred likes, forty likes, and on this one post, for some reason, there's two thousand views. So I wonder if it was a hey go check out this product kind of thing yeah. what do you all think yeah, about it this was, it was like that i was probably like go check out this Everyone thing that doesn't you do
1: anything yeah yeah yeah
0: but i would it was
2: a meme like the, the most most of the exposure came from from it being a meme
0: i don't know man if you can turn on my abs, they've been off <laughs> for a while <laughs> i mean you can turn them on right now just flip the switch you know you know how you turn them on right
2: no, no. How do I do that? There's, there's this button in your uh-huh. left erector. Yeah, close to oh, your butt crack. left erector? Uh-huh. Give a close give oh. <laughs> down to your butt crack.
0: Give that a little flip? Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: you can't flip it. Oh! Your abs will turn Something's right on. on. It's not my abs. <laughs>
0: That's
2: not your abs.
0: Could you imagine somebody in a powerlifting meet? Like, your belly finger turned that on? Using? <laughs> my belly <laughs> finger just went up. <laughs> Like someone's like, "Hey, is this allowable in the meat? And they're just they just look at it, equipment check, and they're just like, "Yeah, dog, whatever."
2: Like, you just go ahead. Fine, bro. It's like, yeah, my diaphragm won't work without this. My yeah. my body doesn't work, doesn't function without this belt. That's
0: all. It's I can't like breathe like without. A medical it. condition, dog. Yeah, it's like, yeah condition. my abs are turned off unless I'm wearing it.
2: Unless I'm wearing it, they're on it's so funny
1: yeah so oh, that's, I'm looking, that's all these, how I'm looking at all these posts. rehab world is going <laughs> so we we know even okay awesome more <laughs> more and less you know but some
0: good some bad i guess yeah this some, is definitely good, some good. good some bad some useless
2: that one is useless but like there is some good oh, uh, some bad i, I think most <laughs> most of this stuff like I think they're old tools, but everyone's like they want to sell you like, oh, my tool is the best tool out there. Where, like, you oh. don't use a hammer for everything. You probably use like a screwdriver. Like every once in a while, you might use a <laughs> hammer, like for another. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, not you, know what they you say, use the same tool.
0: If the t- if the only tool you have in your toolbox is a hammer, then everything, everything looks, looks like, like, a, like nail a nail. Thing. Yeah, exactly. And the funny exactly. thing is, like the
2: people who post, like who say that. Like are the ones who who are promoting their their tool, like who are telling you like, oh, this is the best yeah,
0: hammer you've ever seen.
2: The best hammer. This hammer can do anything. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you? Why can't you just like accept that all these things are tools and you can probably use them like in the in the right context? I mean, breathing breathing has like some, <laughs> it, it might work for like a certain context, but it's not the only thing. It's not. You're breathing through your mouth. And your hamstrings are starved for oxygen. <laughs>
0: oh my god! What the fuck is that? Oh, these, your these body is amazing. so disjointed, dude. Yeah. Your body is so like it—it it depends on different sources of air. Like the air from your nose won't go to your quads.
2: Strong first. Your hamstrings are weak, and you need more kettlebell kettlebell swings. <laughs> I remember watching hold on, last last thing. I remember watching this Dave Tate video, and like he was trying to teach someone how to how to brace. So like he had had them doing this crocodile breathing. You ever heard of that? No. What so is a crocodile, crocodile breathing? So crocodile breathing is whenever you lay on your stomach and you try to breathe into your stomach, basically. Or I don't know what it is. Like you can't really breathe into your stomach, but whatever. So, like he was. <laughs> you can so swallow like, air, can't you? Yes. So like he was like he was walking and checking on people. He's like, hey, can you feel it? He's like, yeah, I can feel it. It's like he walks up like to another guy. He's like, oh, He's like, can you feel it? He's like, no. And he just like he just puts His foot on his back and he presses his foot on the guy's back, and you hear his back pop. It's like, like, Can you feel it now? It's like, Yeah, 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 I can feel it now.
0: Yeah, dog, just get your back, get your feet off my back, <laughs> yeah. dog. I can feel it, whatever. I don't know why I pay he for was,
2: this. He was, he was like, the man was stepping on him, like he was stepping on his back <laughs> to try to teach him how to breathe.
0: I was like, What is this, dude? Isn't that something teaching people how to breathe? Ain't that that's just incredible? Yeah, we forget how to breathe, we only breathe. 24 hours
2: a day, yeah.
0: Just hey, Omar Isav told me uh, that I had to practice the Vesalva maneuver where you, that's the pressurized breathing into your diaphragm. You know, whenever while you use, push your, That's the thing, actually, whenever you press your yeah. tongue at the top of your mouth. Oh, yeah, I still do that. That's another one. Oh, um, uh, Mike Israel told me that when I'm bracing, I should think about trying to blow out the candles on a birthday cake with like 100 candles so that I can just empty Empty all the air out of my body, and then Mm -hmm. that'll pressurize my midsection, and then just take a pressurized air to breathe instead of like big, big air.
2: That's a good. That's a good. That's actually a good tip because like that will push that will push your ribs down. Like instead of people try to tell you like, hey, push your ribs down, push your ribs down. Like all you have to do is just take a full exhale, and your
0: ribs will go down. Okay. Okay, that's yeah. some good stuff. We, we had, yeah, see, nice that, stuff. these are these are tips that these are tips that we learned. We had to learn, and and everyone yeah. just gets to listen, and they know now. So there's no excuse. Everyone's a good lifter now.
1: Thank well, you I'm all not.
0: so much for listening once again. Uh, means a lot to us. Like, uh, follow the podcast. Listen to us every week wherever you listen to podcasts. We are everywhere, and uh, it's been a pleasure. Follow us on Instagram at Chalk My Back. Engage with us on the community. See you next week uh we're on OnlyFans. um we will no longer be having pornography on our OnlyFans. so if, if you missed that i'm so sorry uh, a lot of good stuff so i'm sorry Seth. josh you're you wednesdays are gonna have to take a back seat for now okay how are, how are you gonna make money yeah that's that's, that's tough are uh, you gonna pay for school